Oh, hey, hey. Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Oh, hey. I didn't realize we were getting it started. Are you starting it off? I already started it. Uh, gotcha. That's Wellie Wells. Yeah. Wells is here. Oh, my gosh. We have got somebody else I recognize. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the other Jonathan. Yeah, it's the other John. Jonathan. It's been there, what, like three years? <laughs> They're multiplying. Yeah, much. Been on the show? Yeah. Three years, I think. Yeah. It's been a while. You like, guys must be desperate. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. Well, I mean, it's not that. It's just like we're, you know, testing out uh, purpose replacements. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you know Chris is dead. And all. Uh, it's a shame about that motorboat accident. Remember right? Was Red Clay even up and running yet when we were on? Last we were time? not. We were just a few months away, I believe. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. I thought. So how has that been going? Because it's been three years since it's, you've been uh, here. It's it's three years of a. Uh, it's going well. Nice. <laughs> it's three years of a. Uh, <laughs> three years going of uh, a lot it's going of work. Well. All right. Yeah, you know. Eat, live, breathe, drink. I, I, actually, we don't know. I believe that's why he asked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, we're, we're doing some statewide distro now. Okay. Oh, wow. We really? Just, uh, yeah. And uh, we just trickled down into Fort Mill, Rock Hill, Columbia back in March. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah. We're just trying to reach out. You know, if only if only cider sold like your, you know, crazy, hazy IPA right now. Ugh. Well, I was going to ask that Juicy. question. So yeah. is that like a big... I Obviously, cider is not nearly as big as beer in a lot of people's eyes. So no, is that still a constant struggle for you guys of trying to get the beer drinkers' attention to say, hey, we're here and we make this product too, and we make a damn good version of it? Yeah, there's just a lot of preconceived notions about cider in general. So yeah, it's, you know, beer drinkers are going to mostly drink beer until they try enough stuff to where they realize that every cider they have is an cloyingly syrupy, sweet thing of stuff. Well, what is, uh, what's your, your big seller then? Uh, right. Mostly seasonals or anything fruited sells the best. Select beer. <laughs> and just, yeah, exactly. And just like, you know, we, but we, considering everything that you make is inherently fruited. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is true. Right? It's, well, it's fucking like, cider. You know, you know, I've been looking for one of those unfruited ciders. Y'all got any of those? I'm <laughs> yeah. so All tired the fruits, of fruit to my cider. Yeah, it's just, you know. We're my favorite. I've, I've never tried cider beer before. <laughs> and it's, what? <laughs> That's like that's like that meme where my head explodes. Doing yeah, all the math, exactly. or the uh, the blinking white guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That yeah. one. But no, so it's been going good. Um, yeah, man. You guys doing food trucks out there? I see every now and then. Yeah, every once in a while. You know, again, we're no OMB. Yeah. Well, they got their yeah. own damn restaurant. I guess. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. I, uh, You're not an OMB. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody is. Well, yeah. you know, Some people are. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Still though, I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a nice place. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. It's a real nice, comfortable place to go and hang out. It's pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. I just we, don't ever get out of the house. That's I'd, that's all right. I yeah. don't hold it against anybody. Yeah, I stay locked Much. in this room basically now, twenty four seven at yeah. this point. Yeah, Josh, I were commiserating over that earlier. It's like, uh, so you uh, work from home, right? Yeah, uh huh. Do you ever get dressed up? And I'm like, Ooh. he busted out laughing, like, <laughs> no, like, no, no. Why would I do that? And he's like, oh, I'm thinking about putting on like a button down shirt or something. I'm like, only if you're on video conference or something, man. I'm like. That is way too much work. <laughs> it's like hard enough just to get up and like, which t-shirt am I going to wear today? Jeez, this Jeez. is difficult. It's only about love my job. I don't ever get dressed up. I'm, yeah. I'm in sandals every day. There you go. There you go. See? Nothing wrong with that. All right, so Wells, you're always one out of the three of us at this point because Chris is dead. That does things in between the show. So what, have, what, <laughs> what, what has happened since the last time we recorded? Uh, well, by the time this airs, Legion Brewing in South Park will be open. Oh, yeah. I, of course, after I fucking don't work over there anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You work there? No, oh, not. Neck of the woods. Yeah. I worked like literally the two blocks. The office was there. Yeah, like two blocks down the road from that. Meh, meh. Yeah. Well, it's it's purdy. 
It's really. I've seen the pictures. It looks pretty. Well, there's a reason for that. Like this thing is just Instagram worthy. So where in? I know not everybody that listens to the show is in Charlotte, but for those that are in Charlotte, where in South Park is this? Uh, like near Barkley Downs. So it's basically side. where Symphony Symphony Park is. If I can not, talk right, not like, too far away from there. Yeah, yeah, like a block away or half that's, a block away. That's a very. That's going to be a very easy walk to. Park at Legion, grab beers there, go to Symphony Park with a crowler or something, and then walk back. Oh, my God. Pro it's going to be a full-blown restaurant, too, right? It will be, yeah. So you could grab food. I, fi- I find it interesting that they are going so all out with that big, uh-huh. that fancy. When you look at their existing tap room, and it is very like low-key and like not. It's like mm-hmm. the exact, almost the exact opposite. You know, yeah. It's very small and quaint and you know kind of kitschy where this... From the pictures, anyways, of what I've seen, looks very ornate and very well, spacious and large. I wouldn't say ornate; like it's not gaudy. It's just well done. Well, okay, sure. So uh, they'll have three fooders on tap that can feed a barrel underneath, and that's oh, nice. like fooders on tap because the fooder essentially replenishes the barrel. Okay. Which can be fruited in a different way, and then well, poured, and then poured directly from the barrel. Wow! <laughs> like it was this kind of concept that we talked about on the show with uh, Dogfish Head doing yeah. uh, straight from barrel serving. Right. So, I mean that that's neat. Yeah, I know that'd be cool. cool. What else? That's, that's about it, man. Okay, okay but I mean, what that, else? That kind what of else takes... have you done, Wells? Come well, on. What how was the, how was the record thing that you failed to fucking tell me about, you asshole? Uh, that's why you should be on Facebook or Instagram. I am I on Instagram. I believe they Twittered the hell out of that thing, too. Did they not? It was they probably did, but I, I'm so checked out of Twitter anymore half the time, yeah, to be honest I don't with you. There. Yeah, there was a... You've been your record collection uh, pretty steady lately, a, huh? Can't complain. But yeah, pop-up shop, Noble Records set up at a Divine Barrel. And I think the final count was 13,000 records brought. And all but 700 sold. Wow. Final count. I mean, wow. say those numbers again. 13,000? Yeah. All but 700? All but 700. That's. Well, he ended up selling some of it to like a private collector that just, I mean, like by the box. Sure. So. Yeah. I mean, that's really impressive. The photos of the records were impressive later on. It was. The floor. Um, it got a little cramped with elbow room and Divine Barrel. Hey, guys, if you're listening. Could we take up just a little bit more space next time? Because, I mean, really, there the the racks were spaced for like, it it, it must have been like a, a teenage girl that set them apart. Because anybody with any sort of like that needs elbow room just isn't gonna fit. So I would have been in hell. So maybe it's a good thing I didn't yeah. go. I'm, I'm looking at Josh going, yeah, you didn't want to go. Yeah, I know. I'd, I'd have been in hell. I was... Uh, You're not a big fan of elbows to assholes either, are you? No. Yeah, or just people in general. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you never see me out. You'll notice he's on the opposite side of the room. Yeah, the three of exactly. us are all next to each other. Yeah, Josh like, is I, don't, I don't even want to see you guys. There. I don't want to be anywhere near you. If you could remote into this and it would be easy, you would. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wait for it. <laughs> Hey guys, next time we're going to be recording via this site. Yeah. <laughs> right. Next time you are going to record in this room and I'll just listen to your stuff later and add and to it. And by the way, make sure when you're done, you put the lotion on the skin. Okay. Yes, Thanks. exactly. Uh, Jeff, have you done anything beer exciting? Not really. Um, not, not, not really at all. Do we, um, nice chat. Yeah, well, I mean, there's that. Uh, so a week or so ago... Um, Ryan and a couple other people organized this uh, bottle sale to uh, benefit Make-A-Wish. 
It was the uh, the the inventory that was left over from the Liberty, and a uh, lot of lot of neat stuff, a lot of verticals and horizontals and um, stuff. Been sitting around. We actually got a couple of beers for the show tonight. Uh, it's kind of neat. So donated some money and uh, yeah. Ryan and Wells picked out some bottles for me, and uh, so it should be it'll be fun. Either yeah. uh, the stuff that's here is good because. Uh, Wells picked it out, or it's bad because Ryan picked it out. Yeah, there you go. So that works. <laughs> uh, other John, do you, uh, do you do anything besides work at Red Clay, <laughs> <laughs> or is it just what would you say you do here? <laughs> Mo- most, say? Mostly, that's pretty much. About okay, it. Yeah. I mean, I figure like as somebody that works in the brewery scene, at, at some point you're just kind of like, I don't really want to hang out with these people anymore. I just yeah, that, go that, home. that happens a lot. Yeah, I just want to go home and drink alone and. I mean, I did. I don't know. Past past month, though, I did go to a couple cool festivals. Okay. Uh, went out to Burning Can. It, you know, outside of Brevard, there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Reeb. Yeah. Ranch was pretty sweet. That was a that was a pretty cool deal. Nice. You like know, so, everybody it, just had you had to be in cans, and yeah, that was pretty cool for us because there's not a lot of North Carolina ciders that are oh, cans. Oh, so. there you go. Yeah. Zinga. Yeah, we were one of three options out there. So and there the only go. North Carolina option. Right on. Nice. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. Anything else? That sticks out? More festivals. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we are in the season of festivals, and it's going to continue. Yep. Until... It seems like there haven't either. I'm not paying attention. It doesn't seem like there's as many as we had like two years ago. Oh, two years ago. We, like, like, we were at peak. Yeah, that was peak festival. Oh, my God. And it's like every time you turn around, somebody's like, oh, and we're blah, 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 and something festival. And it's like, geez, how are... And those are still out there. Are they? Don't yeah, get me there. wrong, but they are... Doing a better job of advertising to their audience, so that and maybe that's it. Yeah, so that I don't see it. There is literally something every weekend from now until middle of November. Oh, I bet, I bet. If not two or three things. Yeah, because I mean, we're we're technically in North Carolina. We're getting into fall, which is great weather. Hurricane season. Yeah, yeah, well, that too. But <laughs> you know, we're all gonna die by the time these Whatever. this next show. Well, before the show technically drops, we may be dead. I, I guess know. the good news is we're recording now before I the hurricane may or may not do anything. Yeah, you know, before I lose power for a week again. Yeah, yeah, it's good times. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's preparing like it's the uh, what was that nineteen eighty nine or something was Hugo. Yeah, Hugo. Which apparently, according to the wife, like. Devastated Look, even here. No. Oh, yeah. No, it was bad here from what I understand. Yeah. yeah, I'm an hour northwest of Charlotte, and we lost power for over a week. Wow. It was shitty. That's and so everybody's bracing that this is going to be the next Hugo, which it probably will not be. That was be. like one in a million year. Yeah. Yeah, when when uh, it actually gets here Thursday, and it's like, and there's going to be 12 mile per hour winds and light rain. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Awesome. Woo. Meanwhile, you know, the people from Walmart are rolling around in piles of money. Oh yeah, because all they're—I mean—they're just selling everything right now. Yeah. Do you ever just think that hurricanes are a, like a Walmart conspiracy? <laughs> you ever think the government man, like they, they seed the clouds, man, and then they control? I mean, man. Walmart's got a lot of money, so surely they could afford one of them fancy weather generating machines that the CIA uses. <laughs> so it's like we're having a weak quarter. Let's go ahead and make a hurricane so we can, you know, hey, hey. Get the rubes you're, out. You're not the wrong. Rubes. The rubes. Weasel the rubes out of their money. What wow. year is this? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, Evey. My oh, wife eBay. was at the Walmart and she said... Uh, at the at Walmart. The Walmart. <laughs> at the Walmart. She's like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, she's like, I, I went down the water aisle 
The only thing that was left was like Perrier. Um, and then she's like, as it, she's like, she turned around uh, out the aisle, and here comes dude with uh, a pallet of water, and like the throngs and the horde of Walmart people descended upon him like a plague of locusts, and it was suddenly gone. I don't. I don't understand. Like, step to the mic. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand the water thing. Like, we are enough inland that it's not going to affect like water delivery I, here. I mean, I, maybe you lose. Power and you don't have warm water. Boil which, order. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I get the water thing more than I do the bread thing. Well, yeah, I gotta yeah, have my the, French toast, man. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta mm, have my French toast. French mm. toast with the, the no power that I have to cook it. But you know, hey, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Hey, so uh, we love Miller Coors here, right? They're they're a do lot we of though? Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Okay. They're not as bad as AB InBev anymore, it seems like. I they're think we like kind of Miller Coors a little more than Paps does right now. Well, but yes. Oh, that too. We'll get to that. We'll get there. But uh, they are going to cut about 350 salary jobs across the company by the end of next month. Well, 150 of them are just unfilled positions. Okay. Open requisitions. Like, yeah, we haven't hired the people yet. Let's just get by with who we Which is a thing that happens in big business all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are going through a stage where you need to reduce headcount and there are open requisitions that haven't been filled, a lot of times they will come and say, hey, look, we want to take your opening out. Um, yeah, it's or, far, far or, easier than reducing the workforce. Yeah, yeah yep. it's, it's a lot better than, than you know, pick somebody in your team to fire and then you can hire somebody else. Like, that kind of sucks. Bad, just not as bad as that looks. Yeah, yeah, it looks great on nothing. On nothing. But yeah, so uh, cutting some jobs, eh? Hey, which, I mean, you know, we've talked about this multiple times on the show that they kind of went dark after they split from AB. They haven't really done, they've done a few acquisitions, but not the rate that AB has done by any stretch of the imagination. So part of me just wonders if, if this is just part of that, that, you know, they. Well, I don't know what you're pouring and there was still a stout at the bottom of that. Uh, it'll, it'll, you'll, you'll be fine. This is going to kill off everything. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> All the things. All the things. Uh, but, you know, like I said, they, they have not been the acquisition machine that AB has been. And I wonder if this is just part of that of, you know, because we kept wondering, who was it going to be? They were going to get somebody big, and they really haven't. Really, a lot of the, like, even AB's acquisitions have dried up a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah but. Have they done anything since Wicked Weed? No. No. Not I that I, think yeah, so. not that I didn't think of. Oh, Wicked Weed. So I went to the Panthers game this past weekend, season opener, everything awesome. But they had this gigantic, I mean, it looked like a Wicked Weed bar set up across the entrance from like the Silver Club selling $9.25 Wicked Weed like on Brevard Street, like in front of the stadium. You've never seen placement like that before. Huh. Holy crap. The power of AB. No joke. And this is also the same company running commercials that talks about their light beer being for the masses. And all those people who want something different are just obnoxious a-holes. Yeah, and they need to go to the pit of misery. Dilly dilly. Exactly. Yeah. But hey, I guess marketing, right? Right. It works. I mean, a-holes. Sorry. No, any other thoughts on the whole cutting jobs thing? So I, I see them talking about, you know raising cost pressures and stuff like that too part of me wonders if you know we're we're seeing 
everybody trying to find a way to get a foothold in is it this show maybe it's maybe it's next show we got to talk about some of the price points of uh, yeah, founders next show. Next show. Uh, <clears throat> you know we're starting to see some craft come down in price yep. which is a loser's game you know unless you've got a way to make your beer more cheaply or you're just going to sell it in volume i mean selling cheaper beer isn't the answer and maybe that's what Miller's looking at is yeah. you know, they've got to start raising prices because they've been trying to beat everybody on price. And, you know, at some point looking at that uh, $6.12 pack, I mean, can that stuff even be any good? <laughs> I don't know. That's true. It's very true. Uh, so another part or another change that's happening within outside of the craft beer world is that the uh, CEO of Paps is stepping down. And a number of other executive changes are coming as well. So, Wells, you seem all primed and ready for this one. I mean, their chairman of the board at the time didn't want the CEO position. In fact, said so himself that right. they needed to have a, a separate chairman and a separate CEO. Well, I guess he changed his mind since 2014. So, uh, I mean, the main part of this, we've already talked about Paps cutting workforce uh, back in January. Yes. Um, but they've got that lawsuit uh, against Miller Coors, that $400 million lawsuit, because Miller's doing all contract brewing and there's that uncertainty. Talked about that a couple of Right, because Miller, did, oh, like, yeah, 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 Miller yeah, decided yeah. they didn't want to contract brew for Paps anymore. Yeah, they're not going to renew it. And Paps is like, well, we got nowhere else to go. And Miller's like, not my damn problem. Yep. So that's a, that, that could come back to bite him pretty bad, too. Yeah, so it's gonna be harder for you to find your hipster beer. Yeah, what whatever, whatever will I do? Oh no! Are they scaling back any of their brands, or are they do they keep bringing back all of these legacy beers? I know they've got five or six. It seems like, and it's probably been a couple of years since we had this conversation, but it seems like what they were doing for a while was they would refresh a brand to get the nostalgia factor, yep. to get people to buy it, and then as soon as it would start to kind of taper off, they'd bring another one in. And then as that one's still riding high, they take that other one that was kind of dying off and they make it exit. And then they bring it back later on some, you know, year or so later or something. Because I actually had something really, it was kind of disturbing. A friend of mine from Michigan gave me a Stroh's, which is out of Detroit. (laughs) Used to be out of Detroit. Yes. Although it was a Stroh's IPA. Yep. English style. Okay. From one of their traditional recipes, allegedly. (laughs) And... But I'm just wondering what they're trying to do. Like, so who's going to really buy that? We have a listener of the show that actually offered to go to the Pabst like brew house and like get something that wasn't PBR. Like apparently they've got all kinds of different shit at their brew house that isn't PBR. Why hasn't this happened? I asked you guys in an email and nobody bit. What? Yeah, nobody said anything. So I was like, well, and I guess you didn't follow up. No, I don't follow up. Oh. That is your job. Wow. Not you want mine. a juicy peeber, don't you? That's a. It's an old email. It's been probably six months at this point. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and he just went into Twitter silent because I was like, "I'll send out the bat signal." Yeah, and when the bat signal doesn't respond, that's not my job to babysit you. March fifteenth. But but you know, just because just because they're making that beer doesn't necessarily make it mean it's going to be any good. Like right. Chris, I, Chris wanted some and Jeff wanted some. Oh, whoops. Well, wait. Ah, my excuse. I start my travel at that point. Boom, chakalaka. Oh, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all our faults. Yep. 
Well, until you the... didn't say anything, so it wasn't unanimous. So I said, nope. Oh, <laughs> you've at least got majority. Give me a break. No, no. I like, like I'm going to turn down beer. Right. Well, maybe if that guy still listens, if you are still listening, I can't even remember your name. Hey, we're still interested. Hit us up on <laughs> hate mail or contact at craftbeercast.com and we'll work something out. At this point, yeah, I, don't think, I, I, don't is, we, I don't think we deserve you. So a listener is offering and that's all we got. Yeah. Well, I'd, I don't know. I'd have to scroll through the tweets. So um, having gone to the Genesee Brewery in Rochester. Yes, please. And they tell. made all sorts of beers. And they had some hoppy. They had an IPA. Um, their cream ale, a version of their cream ale, another version of their cream ale. <clears throat> the Matt FX Brewing Company, if you will. Just because a brewery you've heard of is now venturing into these other gamuts doesn't mean it's going to be good. Now, I will say Genesee had a decent oatmeal stout. Nice. End well, of story. And <laughs> you made fun of me, and it's well past the shelf life at this point, but speaking of the Genesee Brewing Company or Matt FX or whatever you want to call them, they had this new rotating IPA from Saranac that actually wasn't that bad. Ooh. I was kind of surprised. Like, you can make a decent beer. <laughs> what is, what, what's happened? I, I thought all they did was those pumpkin beer jugs. Right? I, that's what happens. I mean, sometimes you just have to douse your brand in gasoline and burn everything to the ground and start yeah, over. Yeah, huh. Yeah, you kind of have to. Speaking of which, right? So, yes. Uh, good old Red Brick. That's a segue. <laughs> That's what we call it. A segue in the business. Uh, Red Brick is here, but they don't have a huge presence, right? No. And okay. There was only like one bottle shop in town that would carry Red Brick. Really? Yeah. I mean, just not something that you really saw much of. Okay. Was it a big box or a small box? Because I know a big box carried it. Oh, I don't go to that big box. Okay. Thing. So what's that bottle shop? I don't think I've even ever had a red brick. Okay. Uh, well, we've done a well, couple. Well, we've, we've done they're some a- on the show because Chuck sent us some, I'm pretty sure. They're, they're okay. Well, hold on. Was the beer good or bad? And then we'll decide whether or not Chuck sent it. Well, it's, it doesn't really matter. It's from Atlanta, so it's Chuck. <laughs> uh, it probably wasn't good. I, I don't know. I've had a couple of them. Like, I, it said Big Box. They had a couple of, like, stouts that weren't terrible. Like, uh... Don't remember the names of them, but all right, Josh, you brought the 21st anniversary saison. Yep, that's um, looks like just me and you did that show. Okay, um, wait, I like that you did together. I don't remember I, that. I, this was July of 2015. So, oh, well, yeah, no wonder it's I don't been remember. three, uh, been three years. Okay, um, it was the last red brick you ever had might have been August. You, you could be right. <laughs> so, uh yeah, today's September 10th, so September 4th of 2014, we had the Dog Days Hefeweizen. Nobody liked that one except for Josh. Because um, I'm a monster, I guess. 2013, December, Mark brought in the Brick Mason Series 7 20th Anniversary Stout Ah. that uh, everybody but you liked. Okay. <laughs> Seems legit. Seems very polarizing. Well, and Red Brick has been around for 25 years, and... The start of this article kind of cracks me up because it basically says Red Brook Company, as I wrote in 2014, should have probably shut down approximately 21 times in its 21 years. <laughs> in other words... <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. More lives than a cat. Wow. So uh, Red Brook is actually celebrating their 25th year this year in operation, which for a Georgia brewery is kind of impressive. 
even though maybe the beer is not all that great. Uh, a lot of things have potentially happened, even including a sale or rumor of a sale to AB and Bev in this 25 years. I mean, that in the 90s, so mer. But as good beer hunting always does, they write a fucking 20 page article about things. You're not even giving me a chance to rinse my glass out, man. Come on. Well, be <laughs> faster about that. We are doing five years, dude. You know how this game is played. We are keeping a beer suicide at this point. Keep up. You tell him, Steve Dave. That's right. Do it, Doug. Uh, Long story short, unless I know Wells, you probably have some points you want to grab out of here, too. Mm -hmm. But they are rebranding themselves from Red Brick Brewing. (sighs) Where where are they going to call themselves now? I don't even know. I think it's like the Atlanta Brewing Company, Company, which they were when they got started. There we go. Okay. So So go back to their roots a little. Yeah. So they're just going back to their old name. They, I guess they were the Atlanta Brewing Company. Nobody's buying red brick beer. What do you think? You know, like I can already already feel like the, uh, the marketing survey that they send out here. How do you feel when you think about the term red brick? I like them. I don't like them at all. I really don't like them at all. Or who? Yeah. (laughs) Well, so their whole thing is we were making bad beer there for a little while, and you might associate the name Red Brick with bad beer. But we started making good beer, but you're not paying attention to us anymore, so we're going to change our name in hopes that you pay attention to us again. So here's That's the article in the nutshell. That's the move. So, so what, I, what I noticed in this article, too, is that they talked about how, like, I got this vibe that they were kind of butthurt because people would buy their beer and then look at untapped and kind of see like the aggregate untapped rating 3.6 and then they felt like they were getting lower scores because untapped rating was lower which like i can kind of understand their mindset there even though i think it's wrong yes Mm -hmm. so then the question becomes if you become the atlanta beer company do you rebrand everything within untapped because if so we have if so, okay, so if you're just renaming everything and you're keeping all the beer check-ins over time, you haven't fixed the problem that you're complaining about. Because what's the complaint? Well, you know, they... No, they, they ditched everything. They ditched the old brewer's history, which I never saw. There are no, like, active beers uh, okay. in their lineup, and it even says no longer in production. Okay, so, so, so it's going to be all new. It's going to be new, new check-in, fresh yep, from the yep. get-go. But I wonder if they're doing anything innovative. Because that's also, you know, that, that also hurts breweries that when they're doing, hey, we got our amber and yeah. we have our this and that, which are, you know, old breweries like this tend to do. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, and, because it's what sells. Yeah. And, and unfortunately. But it does un- not get good ratings. Untapped is not where you go to see the performance of someone's, I don't call it run of the mill, but I mean, like publicly accessible beer. I don't go and look up, well, how is somebody's amber rated? Because it's going to be an amber. Mm -hmm. And some people are going to like it, and some people are going to say, well, it's not hoppy enough. It's not juicy. I wanted a juicy amber. Their their ratings on Red Brick 3.6 aggregate for the... uh, for their beers, and for the new brewery, Atlanta Brewing Company, it's 3.88. So, I guess they really did... Mission success. Pretty... Honestly, yeah. That's crazy. So I just highlighted something that kind of stuck out to me. So back in September 2017, Georgia kind of finally revamped some of their old archaic laws about beer. And Red Brick in particular went from having 28 taps to, uh, I'm sorry, eight taps to 28 taps. All because of that law. But it also looks like they're getting sucked into all the hype beers of 2017. Right. What's it talking about here? A Brett Pale Ale. A Sour. 
you know, I mean, it's it's the like everybody was trying to come out with the the hot stuff at yeah. the time, and yeah, they yeah. Probably congratulations, had, this is two years ago. Yeah, but I mean, we they, also they, know that your highest margins though on beer are out of your tap room, so maybe with this entire thing with all these new beers, you know, they are going to create a new environment, something they weren't allowed to do in okay. Georgia once before too. So right, I mean, you know, you never used to, be able to go to a brewery in Georgia and sit down, right? Yeah, yeah, valid point. Not, so, yeah, so. Good for them, yeah. I yeah. guess. Have fun storming the castle. Yeah, I don't. Uh... My my favorite here is the the ending. They start talking about a. It's like what's what's the backup plan if this doesn't work? And the guy's like, I have no fucking idea. Like ah, that just makes me feel really good. Oh no, he actually says it that way too. Yeah, the honest great. answer yeah. is I have no fucking idea. We spent fifteen months fixing this company from the inside out to be ready for a big moment. So it's like. I have no idea if this doesn't work. I think that's a kind of There are a handful a of times people. a week that the responsibility of this hits me and it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> have fun storming the castle. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't everybody like the smell of gasoline? Oh. Wowzer. Wowzer. Well, yeah. So I guess next time I see Bread Brick or, or the Atlanta Brewing Company now, I'm going to buy one of those beers. I bet you. Ah, crap. I bet you can still find Red Brick. Oh, I'm oh sure. Total Wine, I guarantee oh, yeah. you can. Oh, you'll be able to find it around. Probably for two years. Keep keep your eye out on there, because I bet you, you will see that beer for months. Oh, yeah. And just know that it's not made anymore with that But branding. it's the same so beer that, that nobody old. was buying two years ago. And I mean that mm-hmm. meaning, like, it is literally the same beer that's been on the shelf for two years because nobody's buying it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Like, All right, so you living out in... The area that you do, and 201 is kind of really the closest bottle shop to you. Do you see Red Brick out there? Well, I don't, I don't you know, like, <clears throat> anymore. Um, or are you so laser-focused when you go in there? 201 has become a place I'll do, a, a like, once a quarter, I'll pop in there and just do, like, a, I'll troll for old stouts. It's just stuff that's already aged. Good dusty bottle shop. Yeah. <clears throat> and or, and or uh, seasonal stuff. That's pretty much it. Uh, that's that's pretty much all I'm going after anymore. If you're looking for old beer or stuff that you know to be brand new, that's the only stuff you buy from there. Wow. Because everything, I mean, like the problem is you run into a lot of stuff. Like I, I blew them up one time on Twitter. I'm like, here, your stuff is old and out of date, and they're like, no, it's not. I'm like, cool. All right, hang on a second. Here are ten things. Like I felt like a listicle. Here are the ten beers that you have that are out of date. And to their credit, they took care of it. And so every now and then I go back in and I'll kind of look again for old stuff. And when I see it, I'll send it to them and be like, still old. You guys. Yeah, you be able to trust the freshness. I mean, that's. Some well, of- what was it that you and I saw when we went out there for that emergency stop that we were both of us <laughs> were like, what the fuck? Why is this even here? I can't remember. I can't either off the top of my head. But, but like, some of this stuff is like stupid old. Yeah. And yeah, uh, this well, was well, like one of those stupid old beers. Yep. And both Wells and I kind of looked at each, at each other and went, what? But then I've also gone in and bought like an 18 month old six pack of Expedition. And I'm chill with that. That's perfect. I just right. got a 13 last week. Very <laughs> nice. Fantastic. Living large. I noticed you didn't bring one of those. Yeah. I, 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 told, I told you. Did you just like call him like three hours ago and be like, hey, I mean, kind of up? literally I pretty said, much yeah. okay. didn't All even right. bring beer. I mean, hell, I, I did stop at common market. The did you place bring beer? Was, but there was, Oh, you stopped at bring. common market. I did. They, I forgot. Do they have beer there now? Yeah, they I, do. No way. Perhaps the respect beer that I picked up. Damn. 
You I should have just got a palate cleanser. New Common Market's open now. I haven't been. Oh, uh, which uh, South End? place was pillaged. Yeah, New South End one. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. There, were, there was lots of empty All shelves. that was left was a bunch of unfruited ciders. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's exactly what was there. Oh, my God. Hey, nobody buying that. It's a bunch of red brick and unfruited ciders. Oh, my God. We have a show title now. There Thank was, you, Jeff. That was good. That was good. Unfruited ciders. I got you, fam. <laughs> All right. We're ready for break. Bam. Yes, please. Let's right. be back in 30. Yeah, we'll be back in 30. Word. One job. One job. Yeah, I know. It's time for buy, no buy. Let's see if other John remembers how it works because it's oh, been three years. Uh, he probably hasn't listened to I'm, I'm going to put him on the spot. <laughs> do you remember how buy, no buy works? I, I, I do believe I remember how buy, no buy works. All right, cool. All right, All right. so first. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> yeah, man. We've uh, been drinking some beers uh, here along the show and... Uh, we're not going to give these five stars, three stars, two stars. We are either going to say we're going to buy it or not buy it. Buy it. Keep it plain and simple, man. Holy shit, he yeah. still listens. Bam. Clearly. I'm only about four episodes behind. Oh, are you awesome. really? I really am. Wow. I'm in a car a lot, man. I'm respect. like single single tier right here, man. I'm, I'm wiping it off the face. <laughs> All right, Speaking Jeff, of respect. Yeah. Hey, man, respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Pouring one out for Aretha right now. Uh, coincidentally enough, uh, Birdsong's latest in their IPA series this is the Respect Double IPA. Um, yes, sir. Would you like some more? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, goodness. I'm trying to read here, Josh. Uh, so uh, this is a beer they made uh, to benefit. The portion of this is benefiting, man, the Batch Will. Words are hard. Well, they use that cursive writing. It's a... Oh, fancy writing this this okay there we go ALS therapy development the ALS therapy development institute there we go that so, was hard alright man that's I'm telling you what <laughs> I'm getting old <laughs> is that light not bright enough for you now I'm used to like, if I was like this it'd be better yeah there you uh, go at any rate so it's a it's a double IPA which uh, isn't something that is the normal for birdsong. Yes. Uh, the only other one that I can think of off the top of my head that they can is my favorite honey pie. Delicious. Yep. Oh, yeah. Love me some honey pie. So that was kind of the reason why I snagged this one because, you know, we've done kind of here or there some yeah. of these and I saw that this was a double, which I know is not yeah. something very common from them. So I thought, well, shit. Yeah, it's a 8.2. It's not a not a huge, huge double. It's not like a, a stone <laughs> 10% double. But, right. Uh, you know, it's 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 nice and clear. It's... Uh, Calls itself a juicy. I really like this, actually. I, I, I think I would pick some of this up. I'm going to buy. Wells? I've not been a very big fan of some of Birdsong's canned IPAs up until now. This is, uh, I guess this is me purvising you. Oh, look out. Oh, watch out. No, yeah. I mean, it's not higher ground, but. Yeah. It's <coughs> fun. Jonathan? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I've actually bought a four-pack of it, and so I guess I'm a buy. Right on. Josh? Right on. 
well, I was a buy because I bought the four pack, but but uh, you didn't know. I didn't know. Would you buy kinda, it again? Kind of went in blind. Uh, you and I had a, a conversation, yes. and you asked me your thoughts, and I said it's no higher ground. Well, of course not. But yeah, I would buy this again. One of these days, Connor. One of these days. No, I, w- I would absolutely buy this again. This is really good. Uh, next we're up. We need to figure out how to get them a crawler machine. So then we can get them to put higher ground in the crowler. They'd be like, see, you can can it. It's fine. Can can. I don't know why you put this beer number two. This should have closed out this set, man. I'm very disappointed. Do you, do you. you want do you wanna do you wanna move this to the end? Will that make you feel better? It's too late now. No, it's not. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. I'll move to the end. <laughs> no, you can stop with that shit right now. <laughs> I see where you're attempting to go with that. Uh yeah, move it to the end because he's just looking to remix the ignition. Okay, <clears throat> switching that thing gears. Drinks like a beauty. It needs to open up a little bit. Okay, all right, fine. Um, up next, uh, from the local to me, not so much local to all of you guys. Nope. Dream Chasers Brewery in Waxhaw, North Carolina. Whale of the Banshee. Whale of the Banshee Coconut Edition. Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla beans and a chocolate. A chocolate. 12.5%. Mm-hmm. You don't get that, do you? Um, it's weird. It's like it is boozy on my palate, but it isn't like chesty boozy, which I'm having a hard time reconciling that right now. But uh, I like this more than the... Um, than the original Whale of the Banshee. And maybe it's the coconut, because I'm a sucker for coconut. But, um, yeah, I like this. Um, chocolate's nice and bitter. Vanilla's kind of there. I don't... Um, get a little bit more here. I'm not sure I'm getting a ton of barrel out of this. Maybe that's where some of the vanilla's coming from, but... Um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, easily the best beer I've had from these guys. So, I'm, uh, I'll buy this one. Wells? Big fan. Uh, it's... Adjuncty without being pastry. <laughs> so it still lets the beer be a beer, but and it's a nice little sipper and sneaky 12 and a half. Jonathan. Yeah, it's a it's a little sweet, but I still thought it was pretty delicious. Um, and I'm not a big fan of coconut and oh. the coconut is subtle. So you're a monster, which no, I'm not a monster, but subtle coconut I can deal with. And yeah, I'm, I'm a buy. I like it. Yeah, it's not just, I don't know, that chocolate's a little, I think, too bitter for my taste. Yeah, you don't like chocolate because you are a monster. I am. And like and, I have and people, that's fine. Like, I, I legitimately, when I have conversations with listeners, they're like, so like, shoot me straight. Does Josh really hate chocolate? And I'm like, yeah, he does. They're like, what is wrong with him? And you call me a monster for not being a big fan of coconut. Well, he's a bigger monster. Right. But no, I am like the king of monsters. Like, I am. All right, Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. I am I'm Godzilla. Gojira? Gojira. But I don't know. It's, it's the chocolate, I think. It just, it it's too much. Tone it down a tad or change the malt. Because I, I would assume this has got to be a chocolate malt that they use. So change maybe the chocolate malt out to maybe, I don't know, a step down. And this would be a home run. I don't know. Well, you're making a funny face over there. It's probably nibs. Was it nibs? Does it say? Probably. If it was nibs, all right. Change your It says nibs. vanilla beans and chocolate. So because it says chocolate, it probably means chocolate. Yeah. All right. Well, then use less bitter chocolate. Problem solved. 
Next beer up. Or, no buy. Or keep it the same because I feel like the bitter chocolate is good. All right, fine. No buy. <coughs> All right, up next. Um, so uh, we'd mentioned earlier that uh, they're the the bottle sale from uh, the old Liberty Stock. Yes. This is the first one of those that we're having uh, right now. Uh, this is the Southern Tier Manhattan from uh, 2016. Because, so, you know, the thing I always wanted was a Manhattan and beer form. Well, you know, so... The I thing, mean, the thing about Southern Tier is they do a lot of these, like, overtly sweet, sugary, diabetes in a bottles. Yes. Um, but, you know, the, the explanation I was given is that this is drinking great right now. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, you know, I wasn't able to make it. I didn't get to pick what I wanted. So, you know, you get what you get. You don't throw a fit. I'm cool. Um, this is a uh, an ale brewed with cherry juice, orange peel, and coriander aged in bourbon barrels. Um, I can't tell you that, I'm a, that I've ever had a Manhattan. Oh. So, like, I don't, well, he's not I don't a liquor drink. I don't, I don't drink a lot of cocktails. Like, you know, if I'm... Right. The, Margarita is about as far into cocktail world as I like to get. That's you know? not a cocktail. I know. <laughs> but Jeff is the whitest guy ever, all right? I mean, the whitest guy ever. Margarita is a mixed drink. I'm just saying, like, that's that's as far as I'm going. <laughs> he's not wrong, though. Oh, he's not, but he's the whitest guy ever. God bless him. I mean, you know, margarita is a mixed drink. All right, well, it's not a cocktail. Huh? At any rate, yeah, okay. So at any rate, though, like, you know, Manhattan, like, it just doesn't, you know, mixed drinks don't do it for me. Um, this was at first taste. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. This is kind of fun. And then, you know, like these these pours that we have are two ounces, three ounces, barely. Um, so I was getting about halfway through it. I was kind of getting kind of like grody. It's just kind of grody. And I'm a, I'm a no buy on this one. I like it as an idea. Um, I If you were into this kind of cocktail, I get it. Uh, but it's not for me. This isn't this isn't my bag. I, I like beers sometimes that have cherry in them, mm-hmm. but uh, this is this is not one of them. So no buy for me. Well, nope. it's like they made a Manhattan, but rather than like shaking it in a you know in ice, they shook it in cherries and then strained it into a glass. This had a lot of cherry going on. I uh, I didn't hate it, but it was just too fruity. Uh, I'm not gonna buy it. But I didn't like hate it for the reasons that I think. Jonathan, sure. yeah, I, it's a, the cherry. I think so, comes off a little medicinal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, it, yep. Yeah. Very. I don't, think, I don't think it's terrible. I, um, and I think it's got its place. I, it, <laughs> I mean, like honestly, like a little bit of that, like as an aperitif or a digestif. That's that's what it reminds me of. It's boozy and sweet, and but mm-hmm. I don't know if I could pour an actual. Like, who's drinking a bomber of this? Not like me. nobody's soloing this. I'm not. No, I'm not soloing. I'm not splitting it either. Not in two. Well, four of us aren't even going to finish that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Four of us I did get. I could get through four of this if we didn't have anything else to drink tonight. Yeah. Like if we were just locked in a room with the mission of you're not leaving until you finish this bottle. Well, I could do that. What weird. he's trying to tell you is that desperation has no taste bud. Well, that's true. <laughs> Josh. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Jonathan, are you buying this beer? Yeah, are you actually going to buy it or not? No, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm not going to buy it. Josh, are you going to... Uh... No, why, why did I make my snarky comment at the beginning? <laughs> if I want a Manhattan, I'll have a fucking Manhattan. Not in beer form. 
plain and simple. I mean, and unless tried, it's that old hickory. I've tried a few of these. Like I've before Wicked Weed got bought out, they had one, and and so is Brooklyn. And every time I try it, I'm like, why is this a thing? Like, it, and it stopped being a thing. But 2016 was a big year for this shit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn and uh, Southern Tier and, and Wicked Weed and yeah. a few others, they all did it. And I'm like, why? Why was this a thing? Like, I just, I never understood it. Because, I mean, like I said, if I want to drink a Manhattan or an Old Fashioned, I'm just going to drink a Manhattan or an Old Fashioned. I'm not going to have it in beer form. Well, but you also want to eat a biscotti too, right? <sighs> no, I want to eat... A maple, maple bourbon barrel aged. What's a Mexican maping? cake biscotti aperitif petit four in a cake New York break. hotel room? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unique New York. All right. Anyways, next beer. <laughs> unique New York. Uh, up next uh, is another uh, one of these beers that we got from the the bottle sale. Um, this is the Brux Domesticated Wild Ale, which is a collaboration between Sierra Nevada and Russian River. Um, it's it's flagged as a as a American Wild Ale, but then it also on the bottle says it's a dry and complex Belgian style ale, which I mean I guess kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, that being said, I'm just um, not really a fan of this. I don't. Um, I don't maybe I'm just um, I don't like Brett that much. Just, um, it's wild. Sure. It's just like, it isn't appealing to my palate. Okay. Like, you know how sometimes we do the whole, like the hot profile doesn't work for me. That's kind of what's going on here. But something about the, the strains they have in this just didn't really cut it for me. So, click. um, no buy. All right. Well, it's my best feeling of this can be summed up in one word. Unenthusiastic. Like it's so not your sex life. Got it. Wow. Wow. It's not terrible. It's just not good. Um, there's nothing wrong with it aside from you know the effervescence is off and the presentation kind of is dull. I mean, it's just a dull beer. All right, I'm can a, I I'm, ask you a question? Yes, I know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. You had this when it was originally floating around. Yeah, Did has it, it changed much? No. Okay. Like oh, it'll it'll age. It'll it'll age well. And man, I didn't like it then, and I kept trying it like. One year old, two year old, and now. Why are you trying two year olds? Gross, dude. You're gross. Ew. Jonathan, where are you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's fine. I, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's speaking, fine. Of, speaking of unenthusiastic, <laughs> this is fine. It's fine. <laughs> this is fine. Everything fine. is fine. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm probably not going to buy it again. Well, I never have, but this is one of those that I've seen on the shelves for years, and I. Well, at least two years, right? I've never picked one up. Glad I didn't. Fair enough. Josh? I'm buying this. I actually enjoy this. Rock on, Swan. I mean, there's plenty left over for you. Yeah. I, hey, I'll take this Wounded Soldier. Uh, I guess it's the way that the Brett is in this one that isn't overpowering to sure. me. Where sometimes Brett can overpower my palate and then I get heartburn and I'm done. This is... I, maybe it's the wild Brett that's doing it, but... It totally clicks. And I, and I feel like Brett Brooks is one of those things you like or you don't like. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't know that I've ever been like, this has never been, Brett Brooks beers are never one that I've reached for right. with excitement. So. Brett Brooks, Brett Brooks, Brett I mean, Brooks. this is, much like you, this is one of those that I have seen on the shelf many times that have passed over. Now I'm kind of kicking myself for doing so because yeah. at least in this variation, I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, so. for sure. 
go to Total Wine, you might still find one. Oh, I'm sure I would, actually. There's no <sighs> doubt about it. I mean, that's... that's the, you now, know, you know where you're going to find that? Vintner will have it. That, uh, that too. That too. I, I would say we can make fun of Total Wine all we want, but that is the greatest place to go to find old stouts and old sours that have been there for two or three years. Yeah. Because people just ignore them, and you're like, yeah. holy shit, I found this just sitting here? Like, how are people not paying attention to this thing? Even better is when you go there and they're clearancing stuff out. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. I got, my my favorite was the year that I, they had um, their um, Scaldus Noel, like seventy percent off or something. Holy like that. shit! I'm wow. just like I'm buying four packs for ten dollars. I'm like, yes, this will be great. And I I still probably have like twenty bottles of it left because I bought them out. I just wish I lived closer to the place. I wish it was a little bit taller. I wish we could talk about the final beer up. Let's talk about the final beer up. <clears throat> now that we've rotated around goes. to make Josh happy. I know. Well, because uh, why did you put this thing second? I don't know, Josh. Okay. Quick, pour us all of it. Don't give him any. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a total <laughs> dick move. <laughs> and you got a birthday pour out of that. Hey, do you, do you, there's like a little spit left of this one. You have some, Josh? <laughs> no, eat a dick, Kissel. What the fuck am I going to do with all this I'm not sure. So uh, Firestone Walker is in town, and um, you know, as, as we often say, and I say we, meaning Chris, um, don't just bring me your flagship beer, bring me your special stuff. And I really do appreciate that Firestone isn't just coming to town with their flagship stuff. It's not just Pivo Pills. It's not just Luponic Distortion. You know, it's not just Easy Jack. Like, they're right. bringing their special beers. And um, I had never had Parabola before. I, we had Sukaba, I think, the one time. That was real good. Uh, Sticky Monkey, uh, and I so I saw a Parabola on the shelves, and I'm like, I, I have to get some. And um, damn, this is amazing. This is just, I mean, this is what I would expect from Firestone Walker. They have legend when it comes to this. They totally live up to it. Now the only thing I have left on my Firestone Walker checklist is the uh, barrel-aged barley wine. Um, Sticky, the name. Sticky Monkey? No, no, that's no, the Belgian the, quad. Yeah, that's the quad. Uh, hmm. I'll look it up. Keep talking. But um, no, this is this is excellent. It's barrel. It is. Um, What's the Mervin? Velvet Merkins or Oatmeal Stout? Oh, uh, Oatmeal Stout. Okay. All right. Anyways, Wells, where you at? So big buy from me. Huge fan. What's not to love about this? Aside from there's only 12 ounces Heldorado. in the bottle. Heldorado. I'll keep an eye out. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a solid buy. This is delicious. Yeah, solid rip. buy. This is this is viscous, silky, delicious, decadent, roasty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, this is the kind of bottle, like like in it. In part of me kind of hates the fact that they went to the smaller twelve ounce format. But I, I also was just about to ask that question. But I also really enjoy the fact that they went to twelve ounce format because I can sit down with this beer and and just enjoy it myself. I don't have to share. I don't have to feel guilty about drinking a twenty ounce. Or twenty-two ounce uh, beer that is almost thirteen percent. Not that that ever stops me, but this is just a fun one, just to sit and just let it warm up and enjoy it. And damn, it's good. Yeah, this is wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, why do you think I said put this at the end and you put this in the two hole, which is very confusing? Whoa, phrasing. Because <laughs> you know, behind the scenes, what really ha- so so I'll tell you what happened. <clears throat> Okay. What happened was what happened was well what it happened was I didn't want to put it after the coconut right because sometimes coconut like a, wreck things, a coconut yeah. imperial stout will wreck everything else 
But then I figured the one thing that the coconut's not going to wreck is this Manhattan with all of its cherry flavor. So I put it, so so it's like parabola, coconut, cherry, and then the Brooks beer, I'm like, ah, eh, it's a wild ale. Who cares? Right, like, right. we'll use that as the palate change to get us into the next show. I get you. It made sense at the time. It did. It seemed did, like totally. a good idea at the time. No, no, no. It, it totally did, but... On paper. On paper. Sure. But the second that I had this, and then we started to get into the rest of the lineup, I'm like... No, 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 no. No. This, this should have been the closer. This, this was... Coffee is for closers. This, this is amazing. Always be closing. I mean, I know Firestone Walker can make some fucking stouts, but holy shit, can they make some stouts? Yes, sir. I mean, they're barrel aged program in general. Like, I have yet to have one of their barrel aged in a box beers. You know, I'm talking about the cardboard box. Yep. I have yet to have one of those that I don't like. Yeah. And like, and I don't mean like that. I, I don't mean it's just like I haven't had one that I don't like. I mean like every one of them that I've had, I have been over the moon over. Every one of them has been good. So it's like I see the box, no question, I'm buying it. Every time. So speaking of, it is now time for I tap that. Jonathan, mm. do you remember how that one works? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The tapping thing. Sure. You're just Wells, dude. You know this by now. <laughs> I know it is weird, though. We've got a Jonathan and a Wells. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. You're just Wells. Yeah. I, you, when I texted Wells the other day, I told him it was a Tweedlefine and Tweedlefan. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like it. work. There we go. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, hands down. I, I don't think that. Uh, I mean, Parabola. I, well, explain to the listeners, though, how that process oh, works. How, how, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If we could just choose one of these beers that we've tasted in this episode, uh, and we could put it on our kegerator at home, which one would it be? And and a lot of times a big style's going to take me a hot minute to get through, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to get 40, 50 pours out of this, but I it's mean, not going to I mean, is there really any long. question of no? No, I, I think we're all doing the same thing. Bam. And, and like... I feel like this is one of the easiest drinking 13% stouts I've had in a yes. really long time. And I, I went through a full pint of Baptist yesterday, and this drinks smoother than that does. Not surprised. Not surprised I, at I all, kinda, actually. I kind of am, actually, but still. Well, then shit, Jeff, I guess we're at the end of the show. So where are we at, man? Hey, so we're at the end of the show. You can go to craftbeercast.com and check out our old episodes, um, find the beers that we've had previously, uh, just, you know, interact with us. Find us on the Twitters at CBCast. Uh, Josh said you can email us, hate mail. At or, contact Crabbearcast, or contact at crabbearcast.com. Um, if you like us, you listen to us, um, maybe tell a friend. Support us on Patreon. Um, send us beer. We, we do that, you know. Uh, happy to have your beer on the show and give you the credit, so... Whatever you like. But uh, yeah, Wells, anything you want to pimp? You can find me at all the Wells on the Instagrams and the Twitters. Jonathan, where have you been? Uh, you can find me at jrep1972 at the Twitters. At the Twitter. I wonder what year he was born in. I know, right? I, no, no, that's my address. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, Jeff, are you going to send uh, Firestone a trophy? That That would be kind of funny. I'm out of trophies, so that's a thing too. I'm so lost without you. Are you guys I buying mean, them by the case now? I think we might need to like start buying them from Wish.com, get some trophies. Just buy them in bulk. Eventually, you get through them. <clears throat> right. What was that? Like an Oriental Trading Company? I'm sure they've got something. <laughs> oh God, is that thing still around? Dude, that thing's never going away. Wow, I remember that from my childhood. Right, it's still there. Holy shit. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Uh, like Jeff said, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. Uh, our brand of jackassery is pushing 300 shows. Not 
yet. We're only at 250-ish, but we're getting there. Uh, I think we need to do something crazy for the 300th show. Like, How crazy are we talking? Brewery takeover. I mean, like, we go in and take over the brewery. Or a bottle shop. Either one. Okay. I think that would be fun. So if you were a brewery or a bottle shop and you're listening to us... uh, You've got... uh, So what'd you say? Episode 300? And what is this? Like 248? Uh, 247. So in uh, about six months... Yeah. That's that's, that's about as much time as we need to plan. Yeah. So let's start planning. I, I think it'd be fun. Do it, Doug! Yeah. I don't know who Doug is. Okay. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Sorry. It's all good. Uh, beyond that, we'll talk to you guys next Thursday.